Metals got a lift from the Fed. Welcome to Kick Around Table. I'm your host, Michael McCray. Paul Harris will join us later. The gold market continues to attract investor attention even after imminent rate cuts were taken off the table, as the Federal Reserve has signaled that it will ease its monetary policy this year. That, according to editor Niels Christensen. Many analysts economists expect that the central bank to embark on its new easing cycle in June. April gold futures ended the week at 2045, up about 1% for the week. Some analysts say that gold will struggle as many investors look for excitement in the equity markets. Other analysts believe that the S&P 500's continued push into blue sky territory also presents an opportunity for precious metal. While gold has been treading above 2,000 an ounce, the S&P 500 has been moving from record high to record high. Markets will receive important inflation data next week with the release of the core personal consumption expenditure index, which is the U.S. central bank's preferred inflation gauge. Markets will also get home sales data and important information regarding activity in the manufacturing sector. Gold has its backers in the Kiko Weekly Gold Survey. Both Wall Street and Main Street groups expected gold to go higher. 43% of a Main Street crowd expected gold to go up, while the rest either expected neutral or down. And... A whopping 73% of Wall Street respondents expected gold to go up. Cryptocurrency markets have been on a tear. Bitcoin is up 30% in the past week, hitting over $52,000. Bitcoin now finds itself retesting the lower support of the range it has been trading in since Valentine's Day, with bears looking poised to drop the top crypto below 50000 which analysts say would actually be healthy as Bitcoin has been running hot for over a month. Nickel, which has been in the doghouse, hit its highest level in 10 weeks on Thursday as concerns over expansions of U.S. sanctions against Russia triggered the covering of bets, that according to Reuters. The metal got up to 17,195 a metric ton on Thursday. Strong production of nickel by mines in Indonesia have hampered the market. And copper prices also benefited from the dovish Fed and the metal was up 3% for the week to $3.89. Paul, what was those mining headlines? A lot of news and numbers this week, Michael. First Quantum Minerals said it is seeking more than $20 billion US dollars in compensation under two separate arbitration claims it filed after the government of Panama forced it to shut the Copri Panama mine in late 2023, although the company would rather come to a resolution to restart the mine. NGX Minerals reported eye-popping drill results from its Lunawasi copper project in the Vicuña district in San Juan, Argentina, with a highlight of 184.2 metres, grading 4.61% copper equivalent from 166 metres depth, including 23 metres grading 23% copper equivalent. Osina Resources received a superior acquisition proposal of $1.90 Canadian per share in an all-cash deal valuing the company at $368 million, above the $1.55 cash and stock deal offer made in December 2023 by Dundee Precious Metals. Dundee said it would not bid again, but who is the mystery bidder? The Antamina copper mine in Ancash, Peru, received environmental approval to allow a two billion US dollar expansion to proceed that will extend the life of mine from 2028 until 2036, with the extraction of up to 173,000 tons per day of ore and 742,000 tons per day of waste. Antamina produced 467,000 tons of copper in 2023. Discovery Silver announced a feasibility study on its Cordero Silver project in Chihuahua, Mexico that will produce an average of 33 million ounces per year of silver equivalent at an all-in sustaining cost of $13.47 per ounce for 19 years. 
The project would yield an after-tax internal rate of return of 22% with a 5.2-year payback following a $606 million initial capital cost. Shares in Horizonte Minerals crashed again after the troubled nickel developer announced a $454 million US dollar cost to complete for its Araguaia project in Para, Brazil, bringing the total development cost estimate to more than $1 billion, 87% higher than the October 2023 CapEx budget of $537 million. Lots of 2023 financial results this week. Led by Newmont, the world's largest gold miner, which reported a net loss of 2.5 billion US dollars on the year, driven by 1.9 billion in impairment charges, 1.5 billion in reclamation charges, and 464 million in costs related to its November 2023 acquisition of Newcrest Mining. Last year, the company produced 6.4 million ounces of gold equivalent, and it is targeting an increase to 8.3 million ounces by 2028, which would help reduce its all-in sustaining costs from around $1,400 per ounce last year to $1,200 per ounce. The company also announced six mines and two other assets that are for the, for the CHOP that it hopes will raise $2 billion, including mines in Ontario and Quebec and the coffee project in Yukon. Calibri Mining reported a net profit of $85 million US dollars for 2023 as it hit another production record of 283,494 ounces of gold, its fourth consecutive year of production growth. Victoria Gold shares tumbled after reporting production of 166,730 ounces of gold from its Eagle Mine in Yukon, Canada at an all-in sustaining cost of $1,488 per ounce. With a net profit of 25.1 million Canadian dollars, questions are being asked about how it will pay its $191 million in long-term debt. Finally, Torix Gold Mines is getting closer to seeing some light from its Media Luna project in Guerrero, Mexico, as its available liquidity is now greater than the remaining $384 million it has to spend on the project. The company reported 2023 net earnings of 204.4 million US dollars on production of 453,778 ounces of gold at an all-in sustaining cost of $1,200 per ounce. One, two, three. That's it for us. You can follow Paul at Paul Harris Gold on Twitter, and you can follow me at Michael McRae. That's McRae with two C's. On behalf of Paul and myself, have a pleasant weekend.